Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Living Testimony Podcast with your boy and host Shedi Oyewumi. Today is episode 7. I took a little bit of a break just to refresh myself, rest and renew my mind, but I'm back with an exciting episode. And if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen my last post or most recent post, which would have been a clue into what today's episode is about. And if you didn't see it, I'll let you know now. It's titled Lightning Before Thunder. So before I start, I just want to give a big shout out to the 12th Collective, a young group of 12 Christians just looking to bring glory to God with their talents. Because if they didn't invite me to their virtual retreat last week to speak about walking in purpose, this whole analogy, this whole episode wouldn't exist. And so during the retreat, I spoke about Christians, children of God, being called to take the world by storm and that we're called to stand out and not to fit in. Because as you know, in Matthew 5.14, the Bible says you are a light of the world, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. And similarly, in Romans 12.2, the Bible tells us, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed in the renewing of the mind. But to dig a bit deeper, I used an analogy of a storm and lightning. And I just told them, when it's nighttime and the sky is filled with darkness, it's the light that lets you know a storm is coming. Firstly, you might see the sky is a bit red. But normally it's the silent lightning that can light up an entire sky and that's what announces the storm is coming. And when I thought about it deeper, I realised that the silent lightning always comes before the roaring thunder in a storm. And that just shows the way God works. You won't have to make noise to announce yourself because his light radiating through you will speak volumes and will cause people to take notice of you. And so you just have to make sure you're connected to the source of all light, which is God, and let him take care of the rest. And obviously when I shared this analogy, both on my Instagram and during the retreat, it was one that excited people and wowed people and amazed people and motivated them that, yes, I'm going to take the world by storm. But it's not just as simple as that. And that's why I felt the need to just record this podcast. Because if you think about hurricanes, for example, in tropical areas, The hurricane never hits all the countries or all the affected areas at once. Never. And so similarly, storms come at different times. They have different schedules. And so someone else can be shining and it may not be your turn yet. But how will you respond to that? Will you be envious, which is very common in our society? Because let's be honest, our, our society revolves around instant gratification. Everybody wants to blow up overnight. But when you see others blowing up, when you see others taking the world by storm, as I said, will it be envy that comes into your heart? Or will you look at them and have faith that if God can do it for them, he can do it for you? Because everybody is called to win. Everybody is called to take the world by storm. But everybody's timing is different. I just want to dig a bit deeper, focusing on the lightning analogy. I'll share a fact with you. The average duration of a strike of lightning is 0.2 seconds which simply means if you blink, you will miss it. And perhaps that is the situation or dilemma you are currently facing, where you feel like your gifts or your talents are glaringly visible for everyone to see, but nobody's taking notice. Nobody's giving you the recognition you feel you deserve. I know how it feels, trust me, I know how it feels. But what you need to understand, and this is something I learned a couple of years ago, is that not everybody can see or recognize what God has placed inside of you. And this can be extremely frustrating, as I said, because most of the time it's the people closest to you that tend to write you off. 
But hear this, I said it in the past and I will say it again, perspective is everything. So rather than deeming being slept on or written off as a problem, try seeing it as a blessing in disguise when the odds are against you or when people write you off and fail to recognise your gift. Because that ensures that God takes all the glory for what will come to pass in your life and nobody else will be able to take credit for it. And nothing excites God more than glory being brought to him. That's why in the Bible it says in 1 Corinthians 10.31 So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And I'll give you some biblical examples of characters being written off, being slept on and defying the odds. I'll start with David. We know the story of David. He conquered Goliath, became king. But neither Jesse or David's brothers could take credit for David defeating Goliath. Because while his brothers were fighting at war and doing something honourable in society and something that would bring great clout and recognition to their names, David was alone in the field being a shepherd. And that's a similar thing with Joseph. As we know, Joseph was the prime minister. But neither Jacob, his father, nor Rachel, his mother, or any of his 11 brothers could take credit for Joseph becoming prime minister because it was the same family that rebuked his dreams. The same brothers that plotted against him, staged his death and sold him into captivity. They did that to their own blood. And the glow up of Joseph and the way he took the world by storm was so, I, I don't even know the word to describe it. It's just the, the glory of God and the grace of God was so much that even when he was prime minister and he reunited with his brothers, they didn't recognize him. So maybe you should start celebrating the day you are written off by men. Because while in the flesh it may seem like a closed door, as long as God's anointing is over your life and as long as you hang on to the vision God has shown you or the word God has spoken over your life, in the spirit God has been given extra incentive to move on your behalf. But in order for that to happen, you must have faith. And this is what I just want to say. Do not despise small beginnings. This is a problem we have in our generation and in our society. As I said, instant gratification. Everybody wants to be the CEO. Everybody wants to be that guy. Everybody wants to be self-employed and there's nothing wrong with that. But do not despise small beginnings because before you're called to lead, you're called to serve. And I'll put it this way so it's very clear for you guys to understand. If God cannot trust you to serve him and use your gifts for good purposes when nobody else is watching, when it's just you and him, how do you expect him to trust you on the biggest stage when there are more temptations for you to get distracted and to take the glory for yourself because you're getting the praise from all sorts of people. Just think about that. Think about David. Yes, he was a shepherd in the field, but he was working on his craft in the field too. Defeating Goliath was not just some fluke. No, he had practiced. In the same field that he was a shepherd, he had killed a lion and a bear with the same catapult. If he hadn't have worked on his craft, in the background when nobody else was watching. He never would have been able to do it when all eyes were on him, when a whole nation's freedom was dependent on him. And sometimes we just need to work hard in silence and let the success make the noise for us. You don't need to let everyone know what you're doing. You cannot despise the small beginnings because it's there where God crafts you. He molds you into all you have been called to be. Similarly with Joseph, it's funny because when you read the Bible and you read Genesis, it says the favour of the Lord was with Joseph and over Potiphar's house. And that's because Joseph was more than happy to serve, even despite the fact that he was sold into captivity. Even despite that he was imprisoned, 
he was still willing to serve. He was still willing to help people. So you have to ask yourself, this thing you want to do, or whatever you call your purpose, what are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for the glory of God? Or are you doing it for the recognition of men? Are you seeking the approval of God before men? Or are you seeking the approval of men before God? Because I'll end on this note. If you're doing it for the recognition of men before God, you will never be satisfied. One minute they're for you, the next minute they're against you. But the Bible says if God is for you, who can be against you? And this is where people get it wrong. We spend so much time trying to blow up. How can I make it? How can I get the attention of people? How can I get that clout? How can I get that publicity? We spend so much time trying to be recognized or appreciated by people that we neglect to nurture the gift that God has placed in us because the Bible says all of us have been given spiritual gifts. So I just want to pray for you guys today and remind you once again, you were called to take the world by storm. Everyone's timing is different, but if God said it, he will do it. And if he brought you to it, he will bring you through it. And I pray that God just gives you the wisdom and understanding to, to just know your purpose, to recognize your gifts, and to have the patience and humility to wait, be still, and just work on your craft when no one else is watching. Because a light is a light. No matter how far away it is, you can still see it. As I said before in the previous episode, it doesn't matter if you're using, if you're walking through a dark alleyway and you're using a car's headlights or your iPhone torch. As long as that light is shining, it can still be seen. So I just want to pray that the Lord grants you patience, Lord grants you wisdom, that you continuously stay in conversation with God. If you're frustrated about the season you're in, if you feel like you've been stagnant, you're showing promise and now you've, you've just been stagnant, rather than worrying, be still and trust that God is in control and ask him, why am I in this season and what the purpose for it is? Because you'll be surprised by what God can reveal to you if you just take time to ask him. And I just pray you have the wisdom to seek the approval of God over men so that you do not ruin your gift and your gift does not go to waste. Because as I always say, it will be a great shame if at the end of time when we go and meet our maker and you have to stand before God, he shows you, this is what I wanted to do for you. But because of your impatience, or because of your instant gratification, because of your envy of other people's gifts and talents, this is all you limited me to do. It will be a great shame and something that could bring tears to your eyes. So just remember, you are a light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. You are called to take the world by storm. But do not despise the small beginnings. Because it's there, God shapes you and prepares you to be everything you've been called to be. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you've been blessed. And I hope for anybody who felt they didn't have a purpose, they've recognized that no, the devil is a liar. You've been called to do great and mighty things. It will take time, it will take work, it will take effort. But as I said, what God has started in your life, he will surely finish. And as always, take care and God bless.